I praise from the what's good, yours, Pastor Al, your youth pastor, man, listen, checking in on this Sunday, second Sunday in October, listen, man, I pray all is well with each and every one of you, and I pray that your semester, your school year has been off to a great start, um, and I just want you to know, man, that I've been praying for you, that we've been praying for you, and um, and I want you to know that um, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, you're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus, and all things are working together for your good. Repeat the doctor me say all things are working together for your good. And thank y'all so much for joining on us on our latest edition of our I Praise Team Talk podcast, where we got one mission during this pandemic that's to simply help you be the best you that you were created to be, to help you be the best you that you created to be. I can't wait till we get a chance to see each other in person again. I know right now we're separated uh, because of the pandemic and because of the things that are going on. But I want you to know, man, that we are waiting that day that we all will be able to get together again um, and just uh, worship God together um, in the beauty of his splendidness and his holiness, all right, at 3250 Rainbow Drive. Hey, listen, um, I have a word of encouragement for you today. And so I just want to lift up a couple of scriptures um, and just um, teach on um, a context today. And so listen, before we jump into that, can I pray for you? Let's pray. God, thank you for every teenager. Give us ears to hear what the word of the Lord is saying and a mind to understand and a heart to obey. It's in Jesus name we do pray. Amen. 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 Hey, listen, I want to talk to you um, from this subject um, today, but I would love for you to, if you have your phone, scroll to this particular verse in the Bible. Um, it's 2 Corinthians chapter 4, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, um, verse 16, verse 16 um, and 17, verse 16 and 17, right? Um, this is what it says, um, therefore, we do not lose hope. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Verse 17 says, um, um, these light and momentary troubles can't compare to the eternal glory that will be revealed in us, right? Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Um, other versions said it like this. It says, therefore, we do not lose hope. We do not lose hope. And listen, for the next five minutes, I just want you to lock in, tune in, focus in, listen in with this one thought in mind. I still have my hope. I still have my hope. In 2008, then-Senator Barack Hussein Obama ran for president of the United States of America um, as the first African-American man to become president of the United States of America. He ran his campaign um, off a four-letter word or slogan, and that word was hope. Um, Many of Barack Hussein Obama Um, campaign promises, many of the things that he desired to do, many of the things that he talked about were based around the word hope. In other words, um, he wasn't making any promises with his campaign, but he was banking on hope. And you may say, well, why was President Obama banking on hope so much? Why was that part of his campaign strategy? Why was that um, something that he continued to just be a part of? 
Um, hope is defined as a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Once again, hope is defined as a feeling or expectation or desire for certain things to happen. Uh, it has been said that hope is the one thing that can help us get through the darkest of times. Others have said that hope is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness. Um, others have said that um, if you want to create a life that feels good on the inside and not just when it looks good on the outside, make sure you hope in hope. In other words, we have to understand that as believers, um, there will come times in our life where circumstances and situations may not be what we want them to be, where things may go wrong, where things may go left, where things may not go how we planned it, where things may not go how we prayed for. But in spite of all of those things, as believers, we have to be those who do not leave, lose hope. We have to be those who do not um, lose the fact that at any given time, at any given moment, God can switch this up and things can change. At any given moment, um, things can get better. As a matter of fact, because we serve a God who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can think, ask, even imagine, we know that things can get better at any given time. And so what I want you to know is that no matter what it is you're going through, you do not have to lose hope. Paul reminds us of this as he writes to um, the church of Corinth um, and in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, um, Paul is, has been on a missionary journey. And as he addressed the church in Corinth, he, he's been on this missionary journey. And, and, and during this missionary journey, he's faced a, a lot of persecution. Um, Paul has not only faced a lot of persecution. For those of you who don't know Paul, um, Paul um, is, a, is a central figure in the New Testament. Um, he is one who helped write over two-thirds of the New Testament. He is one who was Saul. Um, but later became Paul on his road to the Damascus experience. Um, he was one that God used um, mightily to do a mighty work. He was one who persecuted the Christians earlier, but then became a pastor. Um, he was one um, that persecuted the church, but then began to kind of plant churches, right? And so either way it go, man, Paul um, was going through um, some tough times. Um, he was being persecuted. Um, he was going through these harsh conditions um, on this uh, on these missionary journeys. Some even believe that maybe Paul's eyesight was beginning to fail him. And, and so it led Paul to pen these words in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, where he says, Therefore we do not lose hope, um, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Um, what is Paul teaching us about keeping hope? What is Paul teaching us about not losing hope? Um, what Paul is teaching us is that um, we don't lose hope because we don't hope in what's happening on the outside of us. We don't lose hope because we don't put our trust in what's happening on the outside of us. We don't lose hope because we don't put um, all of our energy and effort into what's happening on the outside of us. But we don't lose hope because we're trusting on what's happening on the inside of us. And what's happening on the inside of us doesn't have anything to do with us. What's happening on the inside of us has everything to do with who God is. What's happening on the inside of us have everything to do with what God has called us to do. 
on what's happening on the inside of us has everything to do with who God has placed in us and who has God placed in us. We see here um, that we have all been blessed if we said yes to Jesus, if we have asked Jesus into our heart, if we have made Jesus Lord of our life. We see here that we have all been blessed with the power of the Holy Spirit to live in and through us, to teach us all things, to remind us of all things, to convict us of wrongdoing, to, to encourage us, to equip us. And so here it is. Paul is confident that even though, yeah, my body may be giving out, even though I may be struggling, even though there may be some pain in my outer body. Paul says, guess what? I still don't lose hope because I may be perishing on the outside, but on the inside, I'm being made new. I'm being built stronger. I am being created um, in, into the place that I need to be in. Um, how does that look? Um, well, there was a story of this guy who had a, a triple bypass heart surgery and um, he was working out one day and, and, and a little boy saw the scar um, that was outside um, on his chest. And he asked him, he was like, what is that scar? Um, what is that scar? And he told a little boy, well, I had to, my heart went bad on me and I had to have triple bypass surgery. And he said, what does that mean? He said, that means um, they had to open up some valves, but eventually um, I had to go get a heart transplant and they gave me a brand new heart. And, and a little boy said, so is the scar a reminder of what it is you went through? Um, the man said, well, that could be the case, but whenever I see the scar, I just say the scar is a sign that my new heart is still working. This scar is a sign that my new heart is still working. What is that saying to us? On the outside, he looked like he had been through a lot. You've seen the bruises. You've seen the scars. You've seen the tatter. But on the inside, um, his heart was still working. And so in other words, what was looking bad on the outside was a manifestation of what was going on good on the inside. So what am I saying to you today? I'm simply saying that you don't have to lose hope for what's going on on the outside because the things that are happening on the outside could be an indication of the goodness that God is having to take place on the inside of your life. It could be an indication of what God is doing on the inside of your spirit, man. Because what Paul is speaking of now is not the flesh man, not the outer man, not the things that we're made up of, the things that we see, the temporal things. What he's speaking of is the things that are made up on the inside. In other words, um, who I am on the inside matter mostly. Who I am on the inside determines my fate more than what happens on the outside of me. And so even though things may not be going well on the inside, I keep my mind renewed. Even though things might not be going well on the outside, I keep my heart um, pure. Even though things may not be going well on the outside, I stay prayed up so that I can allow God to direct my life. Because I realize that even though I'm perishing on the outside, on the inside, I'm being renewed day by day. And that's the hope we have um, as believers. Um, the hope we have as believers is the fact that we can age walk in our healing. That's right. H walking our healing. That's mental healing. That's spiritual healing. Um, that's physical healing, right? Um, the fact, the hope that we have as believers is that we can oh, walk in obedience to what God has called us to do because we know that obedience is better than sacrifice. And we know it's better to obey God than to obey ourselves, right? Um, we know that we can walk in our hope um, for P because it's our perseverance 
We know that in hope, we have perseverance. In other words, the ability to see it through, the ability to not quit, the ability to keep going, the ability to keep fighting, to keep moving, to keep going into the places that God has us to go in. And we know that we can walk in our hope even because we know that, man, everything that's happening now yeah, won't even compare to the eternal glory or to the eternal weight that shall be ours. In other words, the things that we're living through right now are just a small part of the blessing that we have waiting for us in eternity. In other words, we have to understand that what we're hoping in is not the now. What we're hoping in is the hereafter. What we're hoping in is the eternal glory that we shall experience as we live with God. What we're hoping in is the eternal part of life. Everything we do in this life is preparing us for the next life if we have already said yes to Jesus. Everything we're doing in this life is preparing us for the eternal weight, the eternal reward, the eternal presence of living with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords through all eternity. And so while I'm so confident to let you know, young people, that you don't have to lose hope, I'm so confident to know that you don't have to lose hope because guess what? Man, God is working in you. Man, God is working that thing out. God is, God is looking out on your behalf. God is going and, 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 and putting things in, in place. God is going, connecting you to the situation you need to be connected to. God is removing hurt. He's removing bitterness. He's removing pain. He re, he's removing those um, um, things that have hurt you. He's removing um, disappointment. Why? Because he understands that it is in him you live, you move, and you have your being. Um, he understands that, that um, in the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of, of joy. All right? in, in the presence of the Lord, um, there's um, fullness of peace and we have everything we need um, in God. And so here it is. We understand young people that you don't have to lose hope in your situation, in your circumstances and whatever it is you're dealing with, because God is working inside of you. And as long as God is at work inside of you, the manifestation of their work is going to show up outside of you. I want to say that one more time. As long as God is at work inside of you, the manifestation of that work is going to show up outside of you. Don't you lose hope. Don't lose hope because God has your healing. As long as we're obedient, we can persevere and we're going to experience his greatness in eternity. Don't lose hope. God got you. God got us. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for the time we've had together with um, each and every student or person who's joined our I Praise Team Talk podcast. Lord, help us to keep our hope, knowing that we don't hope in what we see on the outside, but we hope on what is happening on the inside of us. And so, God, just like um, the young man who had the heart transplant surgery and he had the scar to outside, God, and he said that scar was a sign that his heart was still working. God, may our scars be a sign that you have healed us. May our scars be a sign that your hand is at work in our life. May our scars be a sign that you have ordered our steps in your word and that we do not have to lose hope because outwardly things may be perishing, but inwardly things are being made new. Our spirit man, our spirit man is being made new day by day. It's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. You may have heard this for the first time and you say, I want to experience this hope. I want to experience this newness. I want to experience this spirit man being made new in me. How do I do that? Well, it's simple. A, admit that you're a sinner. B, believe that Jesus died on the cross of your sins. C, confess your sins. Um, um, that, that, that. 
that Jesus Christ um, died for you. Um, the Bible says it's with a heart um, that, that we believe unto right with the mouth that we confess. Right. And so here it is. Um, just repeat this prayer to me. God, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Create in me a clean heart. Renew with the mere right spirit. I believe that Jesus died for me. I believe that he arose from the dead. Based off my belief and my confession, I accept your salvation. Jesus, be Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, I invite you into my life. Teach me your ways. Show me your ways. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, listen, salvation is yours today. Today is your new spiritual birthday. Do me a favor and text at I praise YTH to the number 81010. And listen, man, I'm so excited. Um, we have someone to get back with you, man, and we will be joining you and walking with you during that time. Hey, listen, I want to let you know that next Sunday is Youth Sunday um, at Green Forest. And so, listen, man, we're looking forward um, to our youth leading us in worship. Um, we can't wait um, to see you. Um, we will be um, reaching out to some of you this week um, to participate in that service. And, man, we're just looking so forward to it. And so thank you so much for everything you're doing. We love you, man. We are so thankful that God um, is moving in your life. Y'all know how we always end. Repeat after me. Say, God, help me to be the best me you created me to be in Christ's name. Amen. I love y'all, man. Have a good one. I will see y'all next week. All right. God bless. Take care.